Today on the Scott Radley Show on 900 CHML. Orange crush or not, it is election night, as we say, as you know, as I hope you know. My goodness. If you don't know that it's election night tonight, well, I don't know what to tell you. Do better. That's all. Just do better. Let me bring in a guy who does know it's election night. I mean, I'm assuming he knows it's election night tonight. Larry DeAnne, former mayor, now pundit. Glad to have you with us, Larry. Thanks for doing this tonight. It's easier being a pundit than being a mayor, let me tell you, because you can say anything, and whether you're right or wrong, nobody really cares. Let me tell you, Larry, you have never said anything wrong. No pundit has ever said anything wrong. We know that. That's the beauty of being a pundit. You're never wrong. That's right. <laughs> uh, and when you say it's easier to be a mayor than to be, or be a pundit than a mayor, I'm guessing for, we have 20, 25 candidates in ridings in this, more than that, actually, uh, ridings in this city, in this area. Every one of them right now has to be pretty much hating the next hour or two while this wait is going on. They just want to get this over with at this point, right? Oh, absolutely. No, I don't think they're hating it. They're relieved at this point because really? the work is done. Well, I think so. I mean, they're nervous. There's no question about that. But also re- relieved that tomorrow uh, the sun will rise and win or lose, they're going to go on with their lives. <clears throat> if they win, they'll be much happier, of course. Uh, but, uh, but there's great relief in knowing that the fight's been fought and, um, you know, now it's in the hands of the voters and you just wait for the verdict. I guess. The, and nerves, the nerves are there, but, but relief there, too. And I guess you're right. I, I, I guess I'm picturing the pictures you always see of the, the leaders when they're sitting in their hotel room and they never look like they're enjoying themselves, even though they're trying to put on a brave face and forcing a smile. You know that inside they're just, the butterflies are turning into condors right now oh, in their stomach. The, I mean, they're churning. And the candidates right now, um, for even those who know that they didn't have a chance, right? You know, are hoping for a miracle, or hoping for that hail mary pass. Um, uh, but uh, but there's great relief because you know what, Scott, your ego's on the line. You've spent a lot of time. You've taken time away from family. You've knocked on doors. You've been praised. You've been yelled at. Uh, you've been ignored. And uh, and now you know this is the moment of truth, and the voters are deciding. As we speak, and uh, and then the verdict's in, and life goes on. I have always thought, in a sports context, the most um, difficult sport to be a part of—not maybe the most difficult to do, but the most difficult on your ego—is bodybuilding. And the reason is because when you're up on that stage, you are being judged on you. There's—it's not anything you're doing. They're judging your body and you. It's a—it's a referendum on you as a person. And I think that election uh, politics is much like that for a lot of these politicians. You've put your name out there, and if it doesn't go well, it is such a slam and such a beatdown on your ego, I would believe, when that, those results come in. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, I don't care who you are, and you can be the strongest person in the world. Uh, once you're rejected by the voters, it does take its toll, and it takes a little bit of time to get over it. Now, luckily, most people do. Most people just, you know, go on and, and frankly, I've won elections, I've lost elections. The ones I've won, I've praised myself, I've patted myself and my team on the back, on my back. Uh, and the ones I've lost, I've blamed the voters. So there you go. <laughs> well, okay, so that said, and I want to get to some of the local stuff in this segment, what we have time, and then in the next segment as well, but... 
We, as I said off the top, have five ridings in this city, in this area. Would there be any result that you're expecting tonight that would qualify as a surprise that would, do you think that will catch any of the candidates off guard? Well, so, well, first of all, let me say that compared to the national election, uh, where I've never seen such dirtiness uh, and, and, and just rotten, you know, below-the-belt kind of politicking, um, all of our people, um, unless stories come out henceforth, but I've not seen any of it, not heard any complaints, all of our candidates in the Hamilton area have behaved uh, I think uh, very respectfully, uh, they fought hard. I'm sure, you know, that they're taking the fight to the other folks, uh, but there hasn't been any evidence that I've seen of dirty politics. Uh, untrue for the federal level, sure. however, uh, but so be it. Now, having said that, um, I think I think it's going to come down to a split decision, uh, three-way split decision. I think... Uh, uh, we're going to have some conservative representation. We're going to have some liberal representation. And we're going to have some NDP representation. Uh, remembering as well that the NDP uh, currently hold um, two of the ridings. Uh, the liberals uh, currently hold two of the ridings as well. Uh, and the uh, and the conservative hold one riding. At the end of the night, it may be about the same uh, result. Uh, perhaps uh, with a switch in one seat. Let me jump in. No more than that. Let me jump in because we're going to pick up yep. where you think that might be, where that switch might be. We'll take a quick break and come back with Larry DeAndy to answer that question right after this. Stay with us. You're listening to the Scott Radley Show podcast on 900 CHML. Uh, Larry DeAndy, former mayor, now political pundit, joins us as we're chatting about Hamilton's. We're going to get to the the bigger picture, but the Hamilton and area ridings. And just before the break, we were saying that we have five ridings in this area, and four of them, Larry says, are probably going to stay with the party that held them going into this election. One, however, may change. What would that be, Larry? Which one would that be? Well, the, the closest race, is uh, right here in my riding where I live in Hamilton East Stony Creek. Bob Bertina's riding. Look at, Bob Bertina's riding. Where you look, if you look at the polls, if you look at the polls, there they truly are neck and neck. If you, uh, however, uh, look at the street signs, um, they're pretty well split down the middle as well, uh, with um, with uh, uh, the NDP candidate uh, controlling the main arteries and the Liberal candidate seeming to control inside the neighborhoods. Um, and, um, you know, because I live here, I've received a lot of, so the ground game is going to tell the difference. And uh, the strength for Bob Bertina's team seems to be that they are really hitting the, the uh, doors that they've identified. I've received uh, a lot of uh, uh, mail from uh, those doors, uh, phone calls as well, uh, at least a lot of mail at my door and phone calls from the campaign as well. And I'm assuming that, and, and I've also uh, received that from the conservative candidate, I'm assuming that the NDP are ignoring me because they know that I'm sort of, my political stripes are well known, or maybe they don't have as good a ground game. I don't know the answer to that. We'll soon find out. But it's a close race, and it wouldn't surprise me if it went either way. 
Now, I, okay, so I don't want to poo-poo the democratic process in any way because I'm fully supportive. I think, as I said off the top, everyone needs to get out and vote and do some research before they do, but vote. That said, Larry, there's a website called 338 Canada. It's a terrific website if you're a political junkie and it's got, it collates coll- coll- all the polls and keeps you up to date on who's doing what and everything else. And it has a pretty good record of telling you who's going to win. And right now, it is predicting that the five Hamilton ridings are going to stay the way they were, probably, going into this election. And I'm just wondering, are we as a city, do we have this unique position in this city where our ridings are just perpetually and permanently locked into the color that they're always going to be? Or is there really any chance for big change ever in this city? Well, <clears throat> you know, our, our record as a city um, has been uh, that we, um, we have switched. Um, we've gone every which way over time, but uh, it takes some time for the change to occur. So, for example, the Hamilton Mountain riding was liberal for the longest time when Beth Finney uh, held it, and now it's been solidly NDP with Scott Duvel. Um, similarly, Hamilton East Stony Creek uh, was NDP with Wayne Marston for a number of terms, and uh, and uh, and then it switched to Bob Bertina. We'll see if if he's reconfirmed tonight. Hamilton Center has always been NDP. Uh, even at the provincial level, of course, uh, the stronghold for Andrew Horvath provincially and David Christopherson uh, federally. And it seems as if uh, that may solidly stay in the NDP camp as well. But, you know, and you were the moderator for the local debates. And I thought that the most telling comment uh, was uh, the honesty and maybe inadvertent honesty by Scott Duvell. It was stunning. When he it was stunning what he said because he, he essentially was asked, you know, what have you done for the ward over the last four years? And he said, well, I'm not part of the government, so I've been able to do much. I don't get it. If you're, not, if you're not in the government, you don't get money, was his answer. Oh, that, yeah, that's exactly it. And I thought, my God, he's actually telling the truth. <laughs> Which and it's true. So, so, but, but here's the point. And, and Scott is a great guy, and, and he is honest. There's no question. I think his handlers probably would have him walk that back, and I did notice a letter to the editor of the local paper the next day sort of extolling his virtues as opposed to, you know, how much money did he bring into the city. But here's the thing. We as Hamiltonians are not strategic. The most strategic voters are in Quebec. They always vote for their own interests. We in Hamilton seem to vote on either, um, you know, personality or we like fighters who don't accomplish, perhaps, as much as government members might, but we like their style, and so we vote for them. And that's why so many of the NDP get in. They didn't ever form, they've never formed government federally, and uh, only once provincially in my lifetime, and yet people vote for them because they like their fighting style. Yeah, lofty so, principle over pragmatism, perhaps. And, and you know, and, and as someone who was a mayor of the city where we were looking for federal and provincial help, it would have helped if there was some heft uh, around that decision-making table, either federally or provincially, to bring some resources to a city that absolutely needed them. On the other hand, you know, people are going to do what they want to do, and that's the democratic process, and they obviously have every right to do that. It's not strategically smart, 
but it's something we do. And it may be something that we see again today. Larry Deany, always appreciate the help. You're going to be on TV tonight, correct? I am, 9.30. Tune in. You'll hear some brilliant commentary, <laughs> mostly on the part of my two partners. Larry Deany, appreciate the time. Thanks for doing this. Thanks. You're listening to the Scott Radley Show podcast on 900 CHML. Uh, it is election night here on 900 CHML on the Scott Radley Show. Thanks for being with us. I want to turn to you. I want to open the lines because the rest of the night is going to be frantic as polls start closing and numbers start coming in and results start pouring in from all over the country. But I want to go back to what we were just talking about with Larry Deany there for a moment. And Larry brought up what I thought was a terrific point because Larry was doing, I was moderating the debates a few weeks ago on Cable 14. Larry was in the studio doing some post-debate analysis and he hit on, as I said, the. I mean, there were a lot of interesting answers from a lot of different candidates, but the one that was the most resonant, the one that was the most honest, and the one that I think had the biggest impact of anything, unintentionally, because I guarantee you that Scott Duvall did not go into the debate going, I got a good idea. Let me come up with the most honest possible answer that will create the biggest problem for my party. I'm pretty sure that was not the idea. But when Scott Duvall was asked the question again about, well, you've been in office now for a while. Why have you not brought millions and millions and millions of dollars in federal development money into your riding? And his answer was, that's not how it works. You have to be a person who's in the government for your riding to get lots of money. It was a, it was a wildly honest answer. And again, made a lot of people's jaws drop because the question becomes, well, wait a second then. Here in Hamilton, we tend to support quite heavily NDP candidates, but nobody is proposing, no, there's no poll. No one is suggesting the NDP is going to form a government. So are we really then voting to not get stuff? Now, that doesn't mean necessarily you're going to vote against the NDP if that's your leaning. What it means, I think, if I read into this a little bit, is that if you want to vote NDP or Green or People's Party or any of the others that are out there that are unlikely to form a government, it means that you are voting philosophically rather than strategically. If you're voting strategically, you're doing it with a, an idea. I, I'm interpreting it. You're doing it with an idea that somehow your vote, you're going to help shape something that you may not completely agree with who you're voting for, but you're trying to shape things that ultimately the end goal will bring you to where you want to be. Voting philosophically means it doesn't matter that my candidate or my person or my party has no hope. I want to show support for that person because that's what I believe. And I don't know that one is wrong and one is right. I applaud those people who vote philosophically. If you have the strength of your convictions and you're willing to say, you know what? I understand that I'm not going to win, that my person's not going to win, but I believe so strongly in them that I'm going to vote for them. Well, I'm not going to, not going to boo and hiss at you for doing that. Good for you for standing by what you believe. I don't know that it's going to achieve what you're hoping, but it might. But I want to hear from you right now here on 900 CHML. I want to hear from you today when you voted. And again, I'm trusting and hoping that you voted. Did you vote strategically? In other words, did you vote hope thinking that the vote you were casting was going to really truly help someone get elected and get them into a government? 
or did you vote philosophically because you believe in the party position of the person for whom you cast the ballot, even though probably the chances are they are not going to form a government. And then if Scott Duvall is correct, that probably means less resources coming into your riding. But I believe wholeheartedly in what they stand for. Therefore, I vote for them anyway. I want to hear from you. 905-645-3221 or star 9900. Did you vote because you thought that you were going to help elect a government? You wanted your vote to carry that weight? Or did you vote knowing that you may not elect a government because the party you support isn't in that position, but you believed in them anyway? 905-645-3221, star 9900. And let me tell you while we're waiting, let me tell you where this question really comes home to roost a little bit. During the debates that we did on Cable 14, one of the numbers that I was stunned by, I was truly, I was knocked over by this. I had no idea. There are 338 ridings in this country. Hamilton Center is the third poorest riding in all of Canada. There are only two ridings with lower average family income. And here's a question I have. In the 15 years since that riding has been created, because it was an amalgamation of, it was created from pieces of this and that and the other. In the 15 years that it's been created, it has never once had a representative of a government. It's never once voted someone in who was in government. And I'm telling you, I believe that there is no chance that a government could look at a riding that has a person of, of one of their members and allow the riding to be in that kind of shape. I believe that if a person from one of the government's had been voted in in that riding, it would have more money and more resources coming to it. I could be wrong. So did you vote strategically or did you vote philosophically today? 905-645-3221 or star 9900. Dave is up first today. Dave, how are you? How are you today, Scott? I'm excellent. How are you, Dave? I'm fine. I have a question for you first. Sure. Do you know if the Chinese girl team is coming back to Hamilton to play again this year? I did not know that. We'll talk about that another day, though. Let's okay, talk about right. this one first. What, where did you vote strategically, or did you vote philosophically today? Well, I'm going to take you a little sideways there. I voted for the person in our area that has proven himself, and I think will do the best job of all the candidates that were there. Okay, so it, you can tell me who you voted for or not. That doesn't matter. I won't. But but I'm going to ask I've, you. I've my whole life I've been a card carrying liberal, and this okay. is my first election I ever voted conservative. Okay. And I'm, I, I'm in the writing of Brandt. All right. Right. And this year, the writing of Brandt, the liberals, again, did not have a, uh, uh, we had a candidate that was trying to be uh, nominated, and they decided to not do nomination and just uh, threw it to somebody that some of us didn't support. So that said, uh, I do not support the person that was running for the liberals. Um, I did not uh, appreciate some of the uh, candor of the other candidates and our uh, incumbent. Uh, the conservative has um, uh, has proven himself for our area since I, I, I this time I took party out of it and I just went for who I figured was going to do the uh, the best continue to do the best job in my backyard. Dave, thank you for the call. I sincerely appreciate it. You're listening to the Scott Radley Show podcast on 900 CHML. Uh, we are talking about the election though, and I want to hear from you. We in Hamilton have a long, rich tradition for better or for worse, of not always electing strategically. Larry DeAnne was on a couple segments ago talking about how often in this city we elect people 
to go to Ottawa or Queen's Park who are from parties that don't form the government. And that's a, philosoph- that's a philosophical vote if you do that, when you're saying, you know what, there's probably not a lot of chance that this particular party I'm going to vote for is going to win, but I believe in them. And as I said a few minutes ago, I, I'm not going to take issue with you for doing that. That's your philosophical view. If you want to stick by what you truly believe in, I applaud you for that. At least you voted. At least you knew what you were voting for, hopefully, and did it anyway. The flip side is, as Scott Duvall said in one of the debates a little while back, if you're not in the party in power, generally your writing doesn't get money from the government. So you may philosophically vote for a party. They may get in in your writing, but strategically that may not be the best move because now you're not going to get investment into your writing oftentimes. So today, when you voted, assuming you voted, did you vote strategically? Which basically, to whittle it down even further, means there are two parties that are really in the running. By every single poll that has been taken from the beginning to the, of the election till today, sorry to break this to you, there are two parties, one of which is going to probably form a government. It's either going to be the conservatives or the liberals. So did you vote for one of those two parties, believing that maybe we can get someone into our riding that will help us? Or did you vote philosophically for some other party saying, you know what, I know they're not going to form a government, but I still believe in them. 905-645-3221, star 9900. Those are the numbers to call. Jacob is in. You can get Jake, call, tell Jacob, get him on. Talk to him. We'll get, him on, get you on the air here. 905-645-3221 or star 9900. Now here, I mentioned before a moment ago, the website 338canada.com. 338, of course, being the number of seats, the number of ridings. In Canada, the number of seats in the House of Commons, that's where the name comes from. And they do, they collate all the polls and look at all the numbers. Flamborough-Glanbrook, right now going into this election, leaning progressive conservative. Uh, or it's not progressive conservative anymore, I guess. It's just conservative. Leaning conservative. Hamilton Center, likely NDP. Hamilton Mountain, leaning NDP. Hamilton West, Ancaster, Dundas, likely liberals. And then Hamilton East, Stony Creek is a bit of a toss-up. That's Bob Bertina going against. Um, who's Bob Bertina going against? He's going against a bunch of people. And it's, it's NDP versus liberal there. And it is uh, it is very close, apparently. It's razor's edge thin there. Uh, Nick Milanovic, by the way, is the NDP who is out there that is in contention. So the question is, did you vote because you think that you are helping get a party into power or did you vote because you just believe in that party or that person or that candidate? 905-645-3221 or star 9900. Those are the numbers to call today. I want to hear from you on this one. I go back to what I said a moment ago, though. We have in this city, especially one riding, the, the, the sense is from this website and from everybody else that Hamilton Center is going to go NDP. Matt Green appears to have a massive lead over Jasper Kajaski for the Liberals and Monica Suriello from the Conservatives. It looks like Matt Green, former city councillor, is going to win that one. That would be the expectation. I think it would be a huge shock if Matt Green doesn't win that one. But if Matt Green gets in, just like David Christofferson, who was in before him, Strong personality, well-known local person. But if Scott Duvall is correct up on Hamilton Mountain saying, but if you're not in the government, you don't get anything. Are we going to get anything in that riding? That riding is the third poorest in the country. Should the people 
in that riding be simply voting for someone who is it going to be in government? Or do you say, no, no, we stand for we stand for this. We believe in this. We've got a few seconds. Let me get to Al. Al, how are you tonight? Good, thank you. Excellent. Where did you did you vote strategically or philosophically today? I would say more strategically because I believe in what the uh, party I voted for does. But I have a real problem. When you have a third-rate party, it's making it so that when they align themselves with the second runner-up party, that the party who the people voted for in the majority now doesn't even have a damn say in what's going on. Well, and and I, I think this needs to be changed. Al, thank you for the call. I do appreciate it. We've got to go to a break here. Look, I, I we're going to wait and see if that happens. So if I'm interpreting Al correctly, he probably voted PC, and that means that you're going to have a liberal NDP coalition or a, arrangement. That's what he's con- concerned about. Um, it could happen. We don't know yet. We're going to find that out later tonight. You're listening to the Scott Radley Show podcast on 900 CHML. We are chatting about whether or not you voted strategically or philosophically in this election. Did you cast your ballot for one of the two parties? And let's be honest, there are only two. Every poll has said there are only two parties that really have a chance of forming a government. Did you cast your ballot for one of the two parties that you think is going to form a government? Because in your writing, that might mean more money coming into your riding, or did you cast the ballot for the party that you maybe believe in more, even though they may not be forming a government just because you stand by what they stand for? 905-645-3221 or star 9900. want to hear from you. Uh, Susan is up. Susan, how are you tonight? Not too bad. Excellent. Which way did you go, philosophically or strategically today? Philosophically, because I, I, you have to look at opposition. If they form a minority government, then they have, you know, the other side has, they actually have to cooperate with another party. True. Yep. So they, they will have some so, power if there's a minority government. Yeah. So it's, you have to look at the opposition too, because even though you might know who gets in and elected, um, you need opposition there to calm them down. Susan, it's a great point. I thank you for the call today. Thank you for doing that. Thank you. Let me go to Fred. Fred, how are you? Not bad, Scott. I uh, I get kind of upset. Like, I vote for people in my... I live on the escarpment, okay, in Hamilton. Yep. And I usually vote for people that I think might be taking care of the government. But for some reason, these people on Hamilton always vote for no damn progress, the NDP. And I do not know why they vote for them, because they knock my vote out for who I vote for all the time. And it sounds like you said they might get the same parties again, which is terrible. These people are not doing nothing for Hamilton. We have to get them out. And to me, I don't know why people can't vote for other people. Like Scott Duvall hasn't done nothing for Ward 6 or anybody. So I don't know why they figure he's going to be good for NDP. Fred, I thank you. I thank you for the call. I got to take some other calls, but thank you for the call. I appreciate it, Fred. Uh, let me go to Fam. Fam, how are you tonight? Good. How's it going? I'm excellent. Did you vote strategically or did you vote philosophically today? Uh, strategically, I'm, I personally will vote conservative. But I think a lot of people are kind of voting more so nowadays for the character of the person rather than 
you know, the standards and beliefs that they have, um, like that they're line up kind of with the party necessarily. So I kind of vote for who um, beliefs and standards kind of, you know, represent mine, not necessarily who, because there's no, no such thing as an honest politician. Let's be honest. <laughs> would so. you, would you potentially have voted for someone who aligned with your views if they had no chance of forming a government? I don't think so. No, because, you know, you want to try and influence as best you can uh, where where it's going. So I think I would, if, if it didn't look, I kind of waited. I was going to go to the advanced polls, but I kind of waited to see how things are going to go. But it's usually, a, you know, kind of always liberal conservatives usually <laughs> are kind of battling it out near the end. So, fam, yeah. fam, I thank you for the call. Appreciate you calling in. All right, thanks. Take care. Let me go to Donna. Donna, how are you tonight? I'm good. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you. Did you vote strategically or did you vote philosophically today? I voted strategically. I think uh, I'm on the mountain, so it's, it's, I voted strategically. We needed some change up here. It's been a long time coming. Now, what happens if your strategic vote, as Fred just said, if your strategic vote runs into a wall of philosophical voters, then should you have just gone along with the philosophical voters? Because that's the way it always is. Uh, no. No, I think, uh, no, I, I, I think I did wise. Donna, I thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Thank you, Scott. Have a great night. You as well. 905-645-3221, star 9900. We're asking you whether you voted philosophically or strategically. Did you vote for one of the two parties that you know one of them is going to end up winning tonight? Maybe not a majority, but will be in front. Or did you vote for someone else because you really believe in what they stand for? And as I've said a couple times, and I want to say it again, I'm not going to poo-poo anybody who voted specifically, who voted specifically for one of those parties philosophically. And the reason is because I'm just glad you voted. May not get you much always, but at least you voted and I applaud that. The Scott Radley Show. Weekday evenings from 6 to 8 on 900 CHML.